but here's my pick. I'm gonna go with these guys, the Vegas Golden Knights, in seven games. And Harper, I'm really hoping that you pick Florida because Casey and I are both going Vegas and I've bet against Florida every single series every single series and i need someone to mush them so please harper can you pick florida to win this series please i'm in four as well (laughs) (laughs) you're now listening to the boys in the booth podcast with your hosts harper cody chad melbourne and casey abrams that's a big one that's a big one yeah Good evening and welcome to episode 172 of the Boys in the Booth podcast. Cody Abrams and Melbourne, uh, all three of us with you for this one. Boys, the the weather is fantastic this week. We're getting into June almost. The uh, Boys in the Booth ball hockey classic, glad I didn't screw that up, is, is, uh, is right around the corner. We're getting closer and closer. Uh, you can see the the beautiful new rings that the winning team is going to be wearing uh, on our our Instagram. You can check that out too. So exciting times ahead. How are you guys doing? Doing good, Harp. It's hot today. Summer is officially in, and that means I am a busy boy. Been playing floor hockey, golf, baseball, going to you know out on the water and basically have something scheduled every weekend for the next six weekends so um we played our first golf tournament on the weekend we were eight under i think we were two strokes back from the win so that hurt especially when we had a couple lip outs and yeah it's it's been fun uh, kind of in the golf mindset uh mind state instead of mindset what state of mind golfing state of mind there you go. instead of uh Boys, I, I, I'm having a tough one today. I thought someone on this podcast was named, named uh, Cody Abrams for a second, but it's just Harper's <laughs> last name and mine. Let's move on to chat. What's uh, what's that Jay-Z song case? It's uh, Empire Mind State, I think it's called. Empire yeah, Mind State. <laughs> uh, yeah, boys, doing well, Case. I'm in the same uh, mind space as you are right now. The golf mindset. Got out last weekend and the weekend before as well. Uh, Paige is actually away on business right now uh, until Thursday, and she's been away all week. So I've got the place to myself, and naturally, I've got the putting green set up because I'm trying to go low this summer, and I'm trying to get a head start here on uh, the tournament that we're prepping for coming up, coming up in Collingwood case. So looking forward to that, and hopefully we can go lower than eight under like you did last weekend. Um, but other than that, like Harper, like you mentioned off the top, man, so excited for the Boys in the Booth Ball Hockey Classic, formerly known as the Pepsi Cup. It's the ball hockey tournament we do every year. Uh, once again, we'll be doing a video on it uh, this year, and it's going to be an absolute blast. We have the rings. They came in. They look phenomenal. And the jerseys are in, too, and they look equally uh, as great. And shout out to uh, my buddy Christian at Toronto Tees who hooked us up with those because, you know, I went in, placed the order in store. And then honestly, it was like a week and a half later, they're done and they look like incredible. And he assured me that, you know, the logos are on there and they're going to last forever. So shout out to Christian at uh, Toronto Tees for helping us out there. And yeah, just generally like excited for that tournament and all of the summer shenanigans coming up. And it truly feels like summer starting today because as I look at my phone, it's 25 degrees and sunny. Harper, yeah. how you doing? 
Uh, I'm good, man. It, it's it's amazing how much uh, the the sunshine and nice weather just impacts your mood. So I feel great. Lots to look forward to um, for the month of June. Really similar uh, for me as well, Case. Like there's something every single weekend, but looking at uh, that June 24th date and circling that one big time for uh, for the big tournament out in Toledo. So looking forward to that for sure and, and everything else to come. And again, if you want to uh, have like a, a, a backstory on the tournament and, and more information, see the rosters and all of that, you can go to our website, boysinthebooth.com. So boys, we'll, uh, we'll keep this one uh, nice and quick obviously uh, because there are only two teams remaining we have a uh, a Stanley Cup final uh, between the Vegas Golden Knights who took out the Dallas Stars in six games and uh, of course before them the Florida Panthers who swept the Carolina Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals so one of these two franchises is going to win their first ever Stanley Cup of course uh, Florida is back in the in the cup finals for the first time since 96 and then the Vegas Golden Knights are uh, are back there for the first time since their inaugural season back in 2018 when they lost to the Washington Capitals so we'll uh, we'll get into that and then uh, our Con Smythe uh, trophy uh, picks as well for both sides so let's uh let's get into our predictions and uh Case do, do you want to go first or should we start with Chad yeah, I'll go first, and uh, I'm going to do something bold here. I'm going to predict that a team is going to win their first Stanley Cup this season, so uh, yeah, put your money on that one. Um, and it's been kind of interesting to see these two arise as the two teams that I picked in our pre-playoff predictions were the Boston Bruins and the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup final. Well, these are the teams that beat them, so... Um, that's made my decision a lot harder. If if you know one of these teams had beat the team I picked in the finals and the other didn't, then I'd go with that team. But I don't really know. I, it's been kind of a game time decision. I've looked at the team and both of them are playing fairly similar. Where it's their stars that are really shining, and the bottom six is just absolutely banging bodies every single night. Um, playoff hockey, and it is the depth on both sides that is really the story here and then your star is putting the puck in the net matthew kachuk has been phenomenal for hagey i wish you know the leafs never gave him up um had to throw that shot in there carlson's back to year one form of the vegas golden knights marcia so he's never really tapered off as much as carlson but he's been phenomenal as well yep. stone eichel all these guys are chipping in um I've kind of been a doubter of Florida, as everyone has, all year long. And uh, at this point, I kind of want them to win. So I think I'm going to continue to doubt them. I'm going to take Vegas, and I'm going to take them in seven. Here's why. It's the deeper depth. They're the Marianas Trench of depth in the playoffs here. And it's really showing because it's their second tier of stars that are scoring all the goals. It's not Eichel. It's not uh, Stone. It's Marcia So and Carlson. Um, and their defense depth, phenomenal. The one thing where I'm definitely giving Florida the edge is momentum. This team is the eighth seed facing the number one seed in the West, of course. Of course, it's going to play out like that, like storybook ending. Um, it's momentum and goaltending is is Florida's really their strengths here. So um, 
it's all gonna it's all gonna be about the first two games of this series i think vegas has to come out flying they've got to win one or both of those games or they're doomed to florida uh but yeah that being said i'm taking vegas in seven that's a, that's a bold pick, betting against Bobrovsky, the best goaltender in the playoffs right now. Um, Aiden Hill's been good, on, man. Aiden yeah, Hill has. has been very good as well. That's right. And actually, I was just looking at it before we hopped on in terms of goal saved above expected uh, per 60, so per game played. Aiden Hill is in fourth, and Bobrovsky is in second. Shesterkin is in third, and Jack Campbell is in first place with the most goals saved above expected per 60. So that's a bit of an interesting stat there. Obviously, it's a counting stat. It's a cumulative stat. So Bobrovsky is at the top uh, by a wide margin because he's played the most games, but he has been phenomenal right from when he went in and I want to say game five against Boston, game four maybe against them. He's just been incredible. So uh, it's hard to bet against him. That being said, it's hard to bet against the other guys as well on, on the other side because Aiden Hill, like you guys have mentioned, has been a rock. They've been getting incredible depth scoring up and down their lineup. Jack Eichel has emerged into a true superstar. By the way, in his first ever playoffs, going to the cup final, what a joke. Like, <laughs> just like the storylines in these in this series is, is kind of crazy, and that's a big one there for sure. Um, and then the defense on Vegas, like you mentioned, Case, are just much better than Florida's defense, I think. Um, so it's going to be a close series. So can we at least, you know, before I do make my official pick, can we at least say this? Let's hope we get a close series. Let's hope we get a seven-game series. <laughs> like Because Absolutely. in the conference finals, like we almost had double sweeps. Double yeah. sweeps. Man. I mean, I know it ended in six in in Dallas, but it's it's a shame. Well, for for one, it's a shame Dallas lost because I put the bet on them back in early December. That would have been sweet to hit. But it's a shame that Dallas and Miami Heat their games were on the same night every night and not staggered. Because if the Miami Heat competed or completed that comeback the night before. Uh, Dallas and Vegas went to game six. Like, who knows what they have been like. Oh, anything's Sports. possible, you know. What did Sorry, I... Sorry, Case, if, if the Celtics did it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm all over the place here. C- Celtics over the heat, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they needed to feed off each other is what I was getting at. And For instead sure, they are yeah. playing at no, the same 100%. time the whole time. Um. Yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Chad, I am going to cut you off one more thing because I had this in my notes and I had to mention it. And we're talking about depth of the Vegas Golden Knights. I have to talk about Barbashev, who has been phenomenal. He had 46 points in 82 games in the regular season. While he's gotten six goals, nine assists in 17 games. That's 15 points in 17 games in the playoffs. Uh, and he's 15th in hits as well. So he's an absolute bowling ball out there. But yeah, continue. He very much is, and I think he's up after this year. And if that's the case, he's going to get paid in free agency. If that's the case, I could be wrong. I think this is his last year, though. Harper, do you know? Yeah, I hate to put you on the spot, but do you know if this know. is the last year of his uh, deal? Geez, I, I believe so. I believe okay. it is. Well, we yeah. can look into that, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me in the comments. But, yeah, he will get paid on his next deal because he's putting in a performance in these playoffs, that's for sure. Uh, but here's my pick. I'm going to go with these guys, the Vegas Golden Knights, in seven games. 
And Harper, I'm really hoping that you pick Florida because Casey and I are both going Vegas and I've bet against Florida every single series, every single series, and I need someone to mush them. So please, Harper, can you pick Florida to win this series? Please. Pick them in four as well. <laughs> uh, so quickly, yes, this is the final year of, of Barbashev's deal. Thank you. Um, so we were right on that. And you're going to get your wish. I, I am going to go with the Florida Panthers. I nice. will. Um, so, I, you know, I, I've, I've doubted this team every step of the way. In, in my bracket, of course, I had the Boston Bruins uh, in the cup finals against the Edmonton Oilers. I had Edmonton winning the finals. So, in, in retrospect, I, you know, I should go with Vegas because they were the team that, that took out Edmonton in, in round two, a pretty deep Oilers roster. But... I'm going to go with Florida, man. I doubt, I've doubted them enough. Um, I love the way Matthew Kachuk is playing for them. I think he is, he is the heartbeat of that team, as I said in, in uh, the Let Us Explain episode that I did. Three out of four game winners in, in that sweep over Carolina in, uh, in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Bobrovsky has been unbelievable. The only edge that I would give to the Vegas Golden Knights is the depth on the blue line with Petrangelo and, and Theodore, McNabb, White Cloud, the list goes on. And and don't get me wrong, I mean, you know, Florida's blue line is just the, the Ekblad and Montour and, and Forsling and, and those guys have had to be that much better. But that's really where Vegas is is stronger, I think, is is the depth on the blue line. But look, I mean, Florida's got lots of depth from top to bottom in in that forward group. And I think that if there is between Hill and Bobrovsky, I'm I'm going I'm going with Bobrovsky to to shut the door. And, uh, I you know, I could see where there are those nights where Vegas is just out shooting them like crazy. And Bobrovsky is is able to to uh to shut things down and and keep the panthers in it so i'm gonna go with florida in seven games i'm not doubting them any longer i think matthew kachuk is uh it, and you know if if uh, i'm going with florida to to win it and matthew kachuk for uh the con Smythe trophy and i think that uh it it's got to get done in seven games if the panthers are going to do it i think when you look at goaltending though like if Three months ago, I told you that Bobrovsky and Aiden Hill would be facing off in the Stanley Cup Finals. You'd be shocked. So, oh, like, yeah. I, I'm not saying that anyone is really a favorite in my mind, except the way Bobrovsky has been playing so far in these playoffs makes him the favorite. Um, and, you know, it's the only thing when you look at the advantage going into this this last round the stanley cup final here is that florida has had these days off to recover which is well needed because they've they have bumped in and bruised their way through it whereas vegas it just seems like there hasn't been a ton of adversity going into this final round for them they seem to be on cruise control the whole playoffs i don't know it was kind of close with edmonton i'd say but um there hasn't been much adversity and going into the Stanley Cup Finals like that, that's a scary way to be. Um, well, they lost their, their starting goalie, right? So that was one thing. Like Aiden But they Hill, had five starting goalies. They so did. Like, like, they do have the, the depth there. But it was, you know, that was something going into the playoffs. Like, 
that was a concern, goaltending, and then they weren't really sure who was going to start. And then now all of a sudden, Aiden Hill's the guy, and he's been good. So, I mean, th- that's a bit of adversity right there in and of itself. Um, yeah, but in terms what? of the rest, yeah. though, Case, Sorry. I'm glad you brought that up. In terms of the rest, do you, do you think that's a good thing for Florida, having all these days off? Because game one isn't until Saturday. Which, by the way, that's that's crazy. I don't know why we're waiting that long. But Saturday is game one of the Stanley Cup final. Do you think it's a good thing for the Panthers to have all those days off? Or, or could it be a bad thing where they just, you know, at that point, they won't have played a game in 10 days. Whereas Vegas will also be rested. They'll have, you know, a four or so day break. And then they'll be, they'll be equally rested and ready to go. Like, do you think it's an advantage to have 10 days off? Yeah, I, 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 I personally don't. I, I, I think it's an advantage when both of the teams have a long period. It's not like either team is going to hold on to momentum. Like, it's a long period of break for both of them. So the longer of the longers is better here, especially like Matthew Kachuk on TNT there with the baseball or baseball basketball group. I've, I, don't let me talk about basketball ever. I guess. <laughs> um, he said it. He's like, we want the rest. We need the rest. Like we're all bumped. Yeah. So uh, I think it does matter. Now, maybe if it was like Vegas came off their win and then two or three nights later, they're right back into a game and, and Florida's been off for 10 days. Yeah, maybe that's a disadvantage. But uh, I think since it's such a long break and Florida's is even longer, I, I don't think it really plays a factor. Fair enough. That, it was just something I wanted to bring up because, like, obviously momentum in the playoffs, whether you believe in it or not, I think it is a real thing, and that and, does happen. And I specifically look at it from a goaltending perspective. Just when you're in the net and you've, you're in that zone and you feel like nothing can beat you, clearly how Bobrovsky felt through the first three rounds, you know, then you, you don't want to take days off because then your timing gets mixed up and, you know, then yeah. you have to treat those practices as if they're Stanley Cup playoff games and they're just not the same. So for but me, here's, it was a timing thing. Here's the mentality of these two different teams right now. There's one team going... <laughs> We're the eighth seed. We just swept a very good team. We get a long break to, to recover, and then we take on Vegas. And the other team's going, holy, we just about blew that. Like, And now we're taking on these freaking nature Florida Panthers in <laughs> in five days. Like, I don't, Yeah, I don't. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> for um, for like Florida, they, too, though. Sorry, Harvey. They almost Florida, screwed a three-game advantage. They did. They almost yeah. did that. For Florida, too, though, like, you know, to, to play devil's advocate here and to, to kind of reiterate what you're saying, Case, is like, you know, maybe the rest is actually important for them and it's not a mental thing or a timing thing and they will actually benefit from all those days off because, you know, after Florida beat the Leafs, they had the longest break of any team after the second round. And then they went into Carolina and absolutely dismantled that franchise in four games. So, I mean, maybe it's not that big of a deal for a guy like Bobrovsky, but maybe for the average goalie it is. So maybe it's just a a personnel thing. Who knows? Now, when we're talking Con Smythe here, I I didn't really give my picks uh, like Harper did. If Florida wins, I think despite how good Officer Bob has been, I'm still giving the Con Smythe to Kachuk. Um, his on-ice goal percentage is 79.4%. 
So he is just controlling the play. His Corsi is 61%. His on-ice expected goals is 63.8%, which is telling me he's being clutch because he's scoring above expected and they're game-winning goals. Was he at four or five now? Um, yeah. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. I saw some, I, I heard someone, I don't even remember who it was, say like, oh, it would have been nice if he gave Bobrovsky a heads up like that they're going to do the skate right off the ice thing. But you think those guys are sitting in the dressing room going, hey, guys, if we win this game, I'm just going to jump off and uh, it'll be really cool. Okay, they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about what they have to do in the next five minutes. So that was annoying. But yeah, Kachuk's been phenomenal. Like everything he's doing for this team right now is um, some real leadership stuff. And it's been impressive. Now, if Vegas wins... um, I think it's pretty up in the air who wins Conn Smythe at this rate. I think maybe Marcia so he's scored some pretty big goals himself. He's up to I think nine goals now as well. He's been great. So um yeah, Vegas it's gonna be I don't know, flip a coin. Well p- pick one, pick a guy. Yeah, I'm gonna say Marcia so. Okay, okay. And Harp, who did you say for your Conn Smythe picks? And now a word from our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Liquid IV. Whether you're staying active or nursing a hangover, Liquid IV has you covered. Just one stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients, it's non-GMO, and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. There are plenty of awesome flavors, but my personal favorite right now is lemon lime. So get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code boys underscore in underscore the underscore booth at checkout. That's 20% off anything in the store when you order using the promo code boys underscore in underscore the underscore booth at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today with Liquid IV. This podcast is also sponsored by the best ticket app out there, SeatGeek. SeatGeek takes the confusion out of buying tickets, making it quick and easy to get the best deals on tickets to your favorite sporting events. Plus, Boys in the Booth listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase on SeatGeek with the promo code BOYSINTHEBOOTH in all caps. So click the link in the description down below to download the app and remember to get your discounted tickets using the code BOYSINTHEBOOTH in all caps. Get great seats for a fraction of the cost with SeatGeek. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I kind of jumped the gun on it. I obviously uh, Kachuk is is my pick for for Florida. I just think that you know the the whole team kind of goes off of off of him. Um, and then for for Vegas, I mean, I was kind of thinking Marcheseau as well, but um, you know, just to just to be different uh, on it, I guess uh, I guess I'll go with with the goaltender Aiden Hill and this incredible run that he's been on. I know it's it may be a, a bit of a short sample size, but um, or a small sample <coughs> size, excuse me. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll go with the goaltender in Vegas. I I think you're both wrong. Like I know it's a pick and it's an opinion thing, but I just man like. Bobrovsky has been otherworldly. I think we're forgetting about, you know, what he did in the previous two rounds. You know, like in the second round against the Maple Leafs, they had absolutely no business being in games one or two, but Bobrovsky made 50 saves in game two, I believe, 
and like absolutely stole the show. It wasn't even close. Like Bobrovsky was the best player by a landslide. And oh yeah, Matthew Kachuk, I don't think had a single goal in the second round. So that's something to chew on too. I know he had a great third round, but you know, maybe that's a little bit of recency bias coming through. Like what Bobrovsky is doing, I truly think even if they lose, and I've heard this argument, even if they lose Florida, that is, Bobrovsky still has a legitimate shot at winning the con smite because I think he's been that good. I, I think like, the voting is going to be Kachuk one and Bobrovsky two, and then a cliff and whoever else, like for Hagee, well, I guess. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I just don't, I, I just don't I, see I think it's going to be close, but. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see how Kachuk isn't a, important when he's the absolute energy of this team. He's like yeah. controlling the play constantly when he's on the ice. He plays a ton. He hits everything that moves. He has scored multiple overtime goals to get them into this round. Like, yeah, Bob had to stop a lot of shots to get them into overtime as well. But like, when the game is on the line, it's Kachuk getting them through. I guess, but I mean, if we look at round two, who stole that series? Bobrovsky, not Kachuk. If we look, we look at, at round, round three, one, I don't think it was really Bobrovsky, though. Right. I mean, well, arguable, though, because they were down until he came in. Right. He was but I think he would. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Like, I, I, you're we'll, right. We'll, we're going to see. Like, it's. I know. I know. Yeah. We're, I, I just think, like. I think we're forgetting how good this performance is because of Matthew Kachuk and obviously like scoring multiple game winning overtime goals is two, incredible. Incredible. Like I'm taking nothing away. Two two things, but, Chad. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Harper. Go ahead. I think we're forgetting I think we're forgetting, Harper, is that Chad's a goalie. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think every other sentence is a goals above expected on the podcast. So could be, <laughs> might be something going on there. And I think the other thing we're forgetting is that both of us said, "Wow, Borowski's done nothing. Kachuk deserves to win the cons." No, no, <laughs> like, no. You're saying no. we're forgetting about this performance. No. I'm not forgetting about the performance. He's been unreal. Yeah. I think the voting is going to be like. I don't know if it's out of a hundred thousand votes, it's going to be like forty thousand Kachuk, thirty-seven thousand Bobrovsky. Like I don't. First of all, how many writers do you think there are who? I don't know, man. I know nothing. I never know what the awards are. They're all voted differently. They're all voted at different times. They all have a different amount yeah. of votes. They're all voted by different people. It's like I don't know. I'm just saying, yeah, if there's a hundred thousand votes, that's the way it would be. Why was the GM of the Year award voted after the second round? That makes absolutely <laughs> yeah. no sense. Are you yeah, rewarding a team Florida for their GM has it? <laughs> like, are you rewarding a team for their regular season or for their first two rounds of the playoffs or both or the full season, including the playoffs? Like, take your pick. Like, make it make sense. The NHL is like yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, I like. Listen, I just wanted to bring some attention to it. Yes, maybe I'm a bit biased because I'm a goalie myself. Yes, maybe I'm secretly rooting for this guy to win the the Smythe so that I can say, see, see, the Leafs got goalied. Like, that's what happened. Like, he was just that good. But I think there there's also an element of truth in, in what I'm saying here and that he's just been otherworldly. And this could be, you know, one of the best goaltending performances we've seen since... 
maybe 2014 Jonathan Quick? Was that the year he was really good, or was it 2012? I, I 2012, yeah, I was the 2012 so, Kings, and and I mean those comparisons have been out there like like wildfire. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, no, I know what you're saying, man. This this performance by Bobrovsky has been unbelievable. We're not discounting that fact absolutely, at all. But absolutely I, I just, not. <laughs> no, no, but I, I man, I just I look at Kachuk and and he. For me, he is the one who drives them. Like two hands on the wheel, he drives. He drives them. Except for in and, the second round, because he had no goals. But yeah, no, I hear you. Like I, I, I hear you. But there's just, I feel like consistency matters. I know Bob didn't start the playoffs, but every game he's played, he's been pretty damn good. And I think the performance we're seeing is pretty historic. So if I were to guess, I think he legit has a shot to win it, even if they lose. That's the point I, I wanted to get out there because he's been great. And he no, loses he's like 15, 15 pounds a game, which is just insane. So give it to the oh, weirdo God. for just being a weirdo. Yeah. yeah, he must drink so yeah. much water before the game and then go, look how much weight I lost. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I again, I think... Either one of those guys deserves it. They're both doing phenomenal things for this team. And I don't know, there's been three goalies to win it since uh, in the last 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. In the last 20 years. Jair was probably the last one. Wait, did Vassy win it one year? Vasilevsky, Quick, and Cam Cam Ward. Um, Oh, and Cam Ward. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 2000. So there's been three in the last 20 years. So I don't, I feel like there's been a lot of good goalie performances maybe the best goalie performances always lose because they play for the New York Rangers, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, and the thing yeah, about so, this is too, though, the thing about this is he, if Bobrovsky even has like one or two tough games and Kachuk, you know, is, gets like a point a game and is fine. He can kind of coast to it because then Bobrovsky's numbers will not look very good. And all of the work that he did, coming into this final series like kind of means nothing whereas Kachuk like those points stay on the board they don't fluctuate right so I like if you're if you want to argue it that way I hear you 100% that makes a lot of sense because you know Kachuk has a bad game we don't really talk about his odds going down but then if Bobrovsky does it's you know front and center and he could be the reason why they lose so I guess I'm just picking the the likely Yes, person to win this award, I hear and you. that's yeah, yeah. If we're talking probabilities, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, for yeah, Vegas, I mean, the guy though, has twenty-one I, I, points in sixteen games. Yeah, it's 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 insane. pretty pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, they're both David and Drysital though. Last it. year had over two points a game. They had thirty how many, points. How many game-winning goals did they have? I'm just saying they only played two two rounds, and they had more points. Than Kachuk. They only like, played I, two rounds. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. But I and didn't pick for Vegas. Can I can I pick for Vegas, boys, just quickly? Yeah. The, the, uh, no, I promise. Sorry, we, uh, the, yes, yes, you can. Go this ahead. will be quick, and I'm not picking Aiden Hill because although he's been good, the sample size is too small, and it doesn't make sense, Harper, so I disagree with that pick, though I respect your opinion. I'm picking Jack Eichel just to rub salt in the wound. I think that would be... My, my my pick for the con Smythe on on Vegas. That's it. Great. They could potentially be 2019 all over again. <laughs> o- O'Reilly gets shipped out, goes to St. Louis. They win the cup. He gets the con Smythe, and 
So we could we could see this again with with Eichel and the Golden Knights and and look he he's he's been fantastic you know he didn't have like he was under a point per game in the regular season which for a ten million dollar player is is not great um, but you know coming off that big surgery and first full season and and all of that but he he has been fantastic for them he has been a play driver for uh for the golden knights so um yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see hot take for sure that one of eichel or reinhardt the two former (laughs) saber stars are gonna win the stanley cup (laughs) that i mean well that's gonna happen one of two yeah one of them could also win the con smythe and you mentioned jack eichel being just under a point per game in the regular season in his last 82 total games 83 points that includes playoffs as well so guy guy yeah, steps it enough. up when it matters so you know good yeah. for him and uh a couple of things i i wanted to point out as well like we said you know who would have thought that that the two goaltenders in the stanley cup finals would be aiden hill and sergey bobrovsky how about these coaches paul maurice who i thought was finished and was basically going to retire after he left the winnipeg jets didn't expect him to be here (coughs) and the same goes for Bruce Cassidy as well he gets let go in in Boston and then um you know we all expected Boston to be here uh well you know Case and I did after the the incredible season that they had and but it's it's uh it's the former Bruins coach Cassidy behind the bench with Vegas that's here so that's incredible and Looking at these two rosters, it's really interesting, and Jeff Merrick was was the one who pointed this out, but you always hear, like, the way to build a team is through the draft, and I absolutely agree with that, but you look at these two teams, man, a lot of their big names, key contributors, stars, they're all trades and free agent signings. Like, it's it's absolutely nuts. Kachuk, trade. Reinhardt was a trade. Um, Brandon Montour was a trade, just to name a few. You look at the Vegas side of things. Jack Eichel was a trade. Petrangelo, free agent signing. Um, and 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 there, you know, there are others in there. Aiden Hill was was uh, acquired for really like a, a late round pick from from San Jose, and there are others in there as well. But uh, I, I thought that was a really good thing to bring up. I agree. I also heard Merrick say that. And I was thinking to myself, you know, while yes, that's true, a lot of those players are, you know, not drafted by the team they're currently playing for. They're required through trade or or even, uh, you know, waiver claims. Like, you know, a guy we always yeah. bring up is Gustav Forsling, right? Yeah. That's that's one of your favorite waiver claims to bring up because, he, you know, he's a rock there and 31 other teams didn't think he was that good. So... You know, that's pretty incredible. But I thought it was almost more fair to frame it as, you know, teams who manage their assets well. Because, yeah, that's know, true. Because Florida, like, yes, a lot of those players are acquired through trade or even free agency, but you have to be able to manage, like, your cap, first of all, to do that. And they had times throughout the season where, you know, they wanted to activate Anthony Duclair, who has been a really good player for them in the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. and they couldn't because they didn't have the cap space. So I feel like 
just being a general manager who's willing to part with either your young pieces to get good players back in a trade to win now or being willing to you know move cap space around to make it work like obviously those are both really important so that's how i would frame it like these two teams have both been ruthless and uh and pretty efficient with managing their assets even though you're like sorry even though like when you look at vegas like in terms of asset management they didn't get a lot back for you know guys like Marc-Andre Fleury or or Max Pacioretty but they got them off the books and brought in other money so yeah, they really they really value cap space for sure your head scout would be giving you a message in EA Sports if you played like the way Vegas plays in uh, GM mode because <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. They sign so many players to contracts and then trade them instantly and then draft everyone and trade all their first round pick. Like, not their first round picks, but the guys they picked in the first round. It's like, yeah. it's really not a team that's been built through the draft, Harper. Like you said, it's been all mm-hmm. trades for those guys and signings. It's a lot easier to sign guys in uh, Vegas and Florida in the Sun Belt and in the taxless states than Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No and, kidding. And I think that's a good word to describe both of these teams and the way that these two GMs, Kelly McCrimmon in Vegas and Bill Zito in, in Florida, the way they've done things, ruthless, I think is the key word there. And, you know, I look at Florida especially and at the time that that blockbuster deal went down, I talked about this in in our last episode on, on the Panthers, but I mean, we saw that as as Florida absolutely getting fleeced in that deal with the Calgary Flames. But um, the the Flowers uh, arranged themselves this year, and and Kachuk has proved that he is, you know, he can be a, a go to guy, and and has been different in these playoffs. So it's it's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Yeah, talk about ruthless. Like, oh, you're setting multiple franchise records for us in, in points and points in a season, et cetera. MVP vote, voting player. Like, uh, oh, you didn't get it done in the playoffs? We're going to trade you for someone who does. Yeah, or not even franchise records case. Like, most assists in a single season by a left winger ever in NHL yeah. history. Like, yeah. that's... And then, oh, you're gone. See you later. I will say, though, you know, like hindsight's 2020 right at the time we thought that was a massive win for the flames now it looks like a massive win for florida i think there's somewhere in the middle that that this trade is going to play out and you know mackenzie (laughs) weger yeah mackenzie weger being the defenseman of the tournament at the world championships over the past week he's going to have something to say about it next year because he didn't have a fantastic season and then jonathan huberdo had his worst season ever and I think he's going to come out next year and have something to say about it, too. So even though like it looks like right now, and especially if Florida wins the Cup and Matthew Kachuk wins the Conn Smythe, it's going to look like an absolute fleece by Florida, I, I wouldn't be so quick to judge. I think we need to see like the contracts of all players kind of play themselves out and see where the team's success is because you know those are two pretty damn good players on Calgary now, too. So... Well, the, the, the new head coach is going to be the key there for sure. And yeah. Uh, But yeah, that that's why trades are so interesting. That's why you can't say that this is a win one way or another right off the bat. You look at, uh, you know, I, I think you look at the Eichel deal. That's a, a win-win for, for both franchises involved in Buffalo and Vegas. And then 
you know, you look at how terrible that looked, uh, the the trade, um, the O'Reilly deal, how terrible that looked at, at, for a while there for Buffalo, and, and now it looks really good. So that's the interesting thing about trades. But anyway, um, I, I think uh, I think that does it for for this one boys again we've got uh we've got a pretty big break here game one of the stanley cup finals will be on saturday and uh one of these two franchises is going to hoist their first stanley cup ever so uh thanks so much for listening to episode 172 enjoy uh the rest of the nice weather and we'll talk to you again soon This has been another episode of Boys in the Booth with Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. Connect with the Boys in the Booth on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Boys in the Booth. Visit boysinthebooth.com for show details. And don't forget, you can become a patron of the podcast for just $1 a month at patreon.com slash boysinthebooth.